Good morning, Laguna Beach. This is Craig on Rainbow Radio. Happy to be here on a beautiful uh, bit of a rainy... Uh, well, if you tuned in at the at the top of the hour, you got our new weather meteorologist uh, and weather reports. I'm so disappointed because I love doing my weather. But uh, I can add to it that there there we a few things... Um, that the humidity is 80%. How about that? I think he skipped over that one. But And then, then for the rest of the week, it's, uh, like he said, uh, in the 70s. Uh, actually gets up to 76 for the high on uh, one of the days. So, yeah, it's uh, it's typical uh, Laguna Beach weather. And uh, per, per, per chance of rain throughout the week ranges from 24% tomorrow down to 6 and 7 and 2% for the rest of the week. So, we get through the weekend, the rain will be behind us if there is uh, m- even much of that, and then we'll be into some very comfortable weather. Some sad news uh, yesterday, and I uh, I have to say he um, this passing of this uh, artist, Jimmy Buffett, at 76, I believe. Yeah, 76. He... Uh, and you know his song is a bit synonymous with the beach life, you know. And so I'm. This is a Laguna Beach, you know. And uh, <laughs> how's that song go? Stepped on my flip flop. Uh, let's see. Well, let's just listen to it right off the bat and pay tribute to Jimmy Buffett. Uh, I'll go on a little bit after the after the song, but this says it all about the beach life, you know. <laughs> Watching the sun bake All of those tourists covered with oil Strumming my six string On my front porch swing Smell those shrimp they begin to devour Wasting
for that my lost shaker of salt <laughs> uh, the words to that are just are just great and uh jimmy buffett he was born in i, I hope i say this right pascagoula mississippi uh december 25th 1946 and he spent a lot of time in nashville he um while he sings about being kind of irresponsible and on the beach and the beach life and he was quite a businessman uh so it wasn't business wasn't lost on him. Uh, I thought I would go and uh, get some information. So I, my usual source is to go to uh, Wikipedia, and of all the artists, I usually you know there maybe six eight pages. His pages, <laughs> his his is uh, was eighteen pages long. So I you know I'm not going to read everything, but suffice to say that he was uh, a, a great artist, and he most. Uh, of his revenue was live performances more so than just the release of the records and he did a lot of touring um, with that and the parakeet heads were um, his what he fondly called his uh, diehard fans Um, so later in life he (laughs) i just find this very interesting he had record labels beer production casinos football video games as estimated uh Net worth of five hundred and fifty million dollars. Um, yeah, so, you know, theatrical works and a lot of charity work. So, what a wonderful person! Sounds like a wonderful person at heart. Had many, many followers. S- sad that he is not here, and he will be remembered here on KXFM. I, I, I imagine Ida May is going to also do a, a tribute to to Jimmy Buffett and. Here we are in Margaritaville today, although it's not a very sunny Margarita day to watch the tourists all baking in the sun, all all in oil, as he says. <laughs> anyway, that's um, that's my tribute to Jimmy Buffett. Kind of grew up on that music a bit. And then several variations, several artists came up with, uh, it wasn't until he uh, moved to Key West, the Keys, and decided to do a, he wrote songs that decided to do a song more about the beach life with a bit of a calypso sound to it. And that's kind of how this song evolved or came about, I should say. And certainly it did evolve. All right. So let's go on here. I don't have any, uh, 
news as far as Laguna Beach Pride, they're looking at three new events to go for the the remainder of the year. And it looks like uh, after summer party and then a Christmas party somewhere in there. Um, I don't know about Halloween, but we used to like to do something just to get people out and about, you know. And uh, so your uh, 365, Laguna Beach 365. Um, I wanted to do something different today. Lo and behold, <laughs> um, as you may or may not know, um, it was uh, it was uh, August twenty first, or about thereabouts, maybe the twentieth, that um, a businesswoman up in L.A. was murdered brutally, uh, and a Southern California clothing store owner was shot and killed after an argument about a rainbow pride flag hanging. And, you know, I looked into Lori as her, as uh, Carlton, that's her name is, 66. Um, I looked into her background and, went, and you know, seven kids, I believe. Yeah, and had, had a couple of stores, Magpie and, and but I, it provoked some thought in me. Imagine that. <laughs> some thought. You know, and I, I, she was a stalwart ally, you know, and I thought, ally, I like that word. She supported, uh, so I thought, well, I'm going to look up what an ally is. You know, it's the, what does it mean to be an ally? Merriam-Webster has a word on that. Uh, defines ally as one that is associated with, an, uh, with another as a helper. A person or group that provides assistance and support in an ongoing effort, activity, or struggle. In recent years, the term has been adopted specifically to a person supporting a marginalized group, often now used specifically of a person who is not a member of the marginalized group or mainstream or, or mistreated group, but who expresses or gives support to that group. So, I got to thinking... The LGBTQ plus, LGBTQI plus uh, community has its blessings because I feel there are so many allies out there. And I feel it's important to recognize those allies. And I'm going to pick an ally for every month. I might do it more than that. But right now I've got one ally for Laguna Beach in the LGBT com- community. I think... I feel if it weren't for the allies that support diversity and acceptance and and have a loving heart and understanding person that the LGBTQ community would seriously be marginalized. Um, it would be back to, you know, the 1950s where it was considered illegal, immoral and against so illegal, immoral and medically an illness. Um, maybe it wouldn't be considered all those, but it would not be accepted nearly as it has been accepted as what's happening in many locations in uh, Africa on the continent of, of Africa. And, um, so with that, I thought I would pick a local person who has been in my book, been very supportive of the LGBTQ community. In fact, was, uh, uh, very much responsible for getting a refer- not a referendum, but a um, 
proclamation before city council that's that laguna beach is uh, lgbtq culture and heritage for the month of june and it got read into the record and her name is tony eisman and um, everyone i probably most everyone knows who tony eisman is but uh, my personal experience my personal observations and as a as according with many records and documentations she has been many things uh, to the community, but here today, particularly uh, supportive of the LGBTQ community. And so I'm paying tribute to Tony this morning for her remarkable um, contributions to equality, understanding, love, acceptance. What else can I throw in there? Just a good human being. How about that? And so often that's, we read about so many things that are not so much a part of that. So with the loss of this person up in L.A., and I think it's long overdue that, that uh, we can't sit here and say, well, we did all this, we created change, and we, we're who we are, and yada, yada, yada. No, if, if it weren't for the allies, the people that care and the people that understand, um, boy, it would not be as pretty as a... a the world be, would not be as nearly pretty as it is uh, for me, as far as I'm concerned. So there you go. There you have it. And we, I think when we, whether it's a family, family like I had uh, an interview here um, about three years ago where the whole family came on or, uh, you know, husband and wife and their gay son and their daughter, and uh, they were allies, the whole family, or whether it's an individual, um that's an ally that are allies uh it's time we stood up and said something dang it <laughs> do it today you 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 uh when you when you meet someone that is an ally or you have a friend that is an ally thank them thank them for being supportive for being caring and understanding thank them thank them profusely send them a gift a note card Something out of the blue, you know. Uh, send them a Starbucks card. I don't know. Something. But say thank you. Please say thank you. Uh, it's tragic what happened up in L.A. And it's tragic that uh, we're living in a world where things like that happen. But if there is a silver lining with what happened up there, it is this. That we really need to look at ourselves as a, as a community and look at how we've benefited from people such as Lori and how we need to say thank you for helping us on our path. Thank you for being there. And I can't say thank you enough, can I? <laughs> so please, so please make a phone call, send a note card, send an email, a text. I don't know, uh, YouTube someone or, <laughs> or, um, uh, uh, Instagram someone your thank you. Let's let's get let's make this happen. Let's make this be a good a good day. So we should have National Ally Day, huh? <laughs> so I I'm not going to get off my soapbox for the rest of this program. I'm going to come back to this because I do think it's it's very important, and that's what you know. Um, I think that's what brings an open path to more and better things, and and. Uh, flies in the face of misunderstandings and things that are 
less than true and harmful and mean-spirited when you have someone who really cares and and stands their ground. Apparently, Lori was a very strong advocate and refused to back down uh, on on many many occasions. So, I don't know. We what? I'm open to suggestions too for <laughs> to make this even a, a bigger cause. But anyway, Tony Eisman, thank you for being an ally. Thank you for being there with the community. You've done a wonderful favor to all of us, and we dearly appreciate it. We dearly appreciate your thoughtfulness and your understanding and compassion thank you tony so all right got that done (laughs) it's important very important um let's take a short music break here i'm gonna uh, play um, more music today i think than i probably have yeah this uh, this next one of troy savant oh by the way there's a new artist but the one song that's the number one hit is um not really ready for prime time on the radio. Uh, someone's got to do a radio edit because they're someone might be, you know, offended. I don't know. Uh, but he's a gay artist, country singer, and it, it's uh, Dixon Dallas is his name. Dixon Dallas. Look it up. Uh, he has a song called Good Looking, which is great. And then he has one called My F-150. He's country, so it's F-150. Of course, it's a Ford pickup, you know, it's about my truck, yeah, my truck. But he's, the words are probably as uh, explicit as where it were heterosexual, uh, in the in that they talk about the, a heterosexual relationship. You could say same things, except there's one difference. This is very gay, and so it's kind of it's kind of got the uh, country community in a bit of a Twitter. <laughs> And uh, shaking things up, but because he sounds so country and uh, kind of a good-looking guy, and uh, he, you have to listen to the song. So I, I can't play it. I'm, I'm sorry. He does have a couple other songs that uh, I could probably play, but I, I want to make sure that we can get him on the air before I just do that. But um, the the F-150 and one he laments about losing a love, but. It's all about being in love and finding someone you care about. And that's his message in very country standard kind of way, but on the LGBTQ spin. And uh, he's he's a lot lot of fun. Go check his uh, Instagram out, too. He's got some great Instagrams. So that's the word today. If you're bored and you want to find out a new music artist that's on the... He's coming up like a rocket ship. He's... He claims he's number one country in the world, song in the world right now. I don't know where he gets his statistics. I looked it up, and he is on the charts, and he's he's jumped right into the middle of it uh, from nowhere. So he's on a trajectory that's that's really powerful, and that's Dixon Dallas. Dixon, D-I-X-O-N, and then Dallas, as in Texas. So Dixon Dallas, check it out. But for right now, we're going to listen to Troy. Show me why 
That was Trey Savon. I want to explain a, a something about that audio. Uh, in the middle, there is some gar- jarbled, garbled stuff. That's the way the recording is. Um, I guess it was an artistic uh, edition or um, augmentation. And there's a couple other sounds in there that sound like maybe we're having technical difficulties. I assure you, we are not here at KXFM. <laughs> that is part of the recording. So I went through the news since I have had guests lately and I haven't really, I've really not been very newsy. So I've got a lot of news and I'm not going to go into a lot of detail, but I thought, why not just go through it fairly quickly and hit all the highlights, you know? So, and if you want to know more about it, certainly you can um, go to uh, Alturi, A-L-T-U-R-I dot com where all this information is collected in a very um, very good, easy-to-navigate website. And uh, it, it's, um, that's, that's just what it is, you know? So let's get to it. In the United States, in California, Republicans shift stance on abortion and marriage equality. In other words, the local Republicans felt that... <laughs> I read the article, okay? <laughs> they felt that... Uh, marriage equality should be good, and uh, they didn't necessarily believe on the abortion ban. Much to the chagrin of the Republican Party on the national level, wow, <laughs> the California Republicans shift stance on abortion and marriage equality. Uh, to the outrage of national Republicans, the California GOP is trying to broaden its appeal by removing language opposing abortion and critical of same-sex marriage from its platform. So good on you, Republicans. Love it. <laughs> in a blue state, Republicans have indicated they intend to broaden their uh, their tent ahead of the party's convention where the 2024 candidates are expected to speak. So there'll be more to come on that, but I, I maybe maybe that's just the start of something big, you know, is that... This could be the start of something big, 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 yeah. So in Brazil, hmm, the high court rules that homophobia, homophobia, not homosexuals, homophobia 
is punishable by prison. Hmm. Well, Brazil's Supreme Court ruled Tuesday that homophobic slurs are now punishable by prison. Now, boy, I wish some people in Af- on the continent of Africa would would look into this. <laughs> in a decision applauded by rights activists as a country with rampant violence against LGBTQ plus community, the nine to one ruling guts homophobic hate speech. Oh, puts excuse me, homophobic hate speech. On the same legal level as racist hate speech, which was already punishable by prison in Brazil. It's hard to um, legislate morals, but... Justice Edison Fachin, the lead judge on the case, said that that in his ruling it was constitutionally imperative to give LGBTQ plus citizens equal protection under the law. Yay on you, Brazil. Brazil. Very musical today. Uh, Moving along to Italy. (laughs) I'm I'm warning you, this news is really good or really bad. And, you know, we're all over the place. But uh, an Italian general called gay people not normal. His punishment is a sign of the country that the country is changing. So this general that said it's not normal. Apparently, someone stood up and said they don't like him for saying that. Uh, A general at the top of Italy's armed forces bashed gay people in a recent publication, but LGBTQ plus activists and officers tell Euronians, oh, excuse me, Euro News, that despite ongoing challenges, the situation is getting better for queer people in the army and the police. In a controversial controversial self-published book that has become an object of heated debate italy's general roberto venassi one of the few people at the very top of the country's armed forces bash gay people saying that they were not normal and mm -hmm, that could be who is normal uh he also uh was the head of the italian paratroopers brigade and military geographical institute in florence before being officially removed on friday removed as a result of the homophobic misogynistic and racist statements contained in the world upside down published okay so that's happening in <clears throat> in italy moving along to niger the new leader might be better <laughs> niger's niger's new leader might be better for gay rights couldn't be worse so what happened is they got a really super conservative that was uh, uh, I think he did a coup, but they uncooed him. <laughs> he tried. And the new leader, it's not quite as severe as the older leader, but nonetheless, not very well embracing. But anyway, it's like, okay, what's the silver lining, you know? Um, trying to, so I, I'll let that, that, that'll go, you know. Anyway, it might be a step in, in a better direction for Niger. So that's cool. Uh, Iraqi. Let's move on to Iraqi. Iraqi legislation would impose death penalty for gay sex. Imprison trans Iraqis. Hmm, that's lovely. Iraq parliament is considering a bill that will impose the death penalty for same-sex intimacy in and imprison transgender citizens. Isn't that lovely? That's going on in Iraq. Erasing 76 crimes has, um, hmm, although Iraq does not currently have an explicitly anti-gay law, 
erasing 76 crimes has a long has long included the country in the list of nations with anti-gay laws because it arrests LGBTQ Iraqis on vague anti-morality charges. Mm-hmm. So that's how they do it in Iraq. Well, God bless Iraq. Oh my God. Moving on to Ghana. Church leaders blast threats to withdraw investment over anti-LGBTQI bills. So what's happening in Ghana is that they adopted some very anti-gay and the gay community was very strong and pretty vocal and and pretty you know uh visible and so the these laws came along to punish them and um now what's happening is uh, other nations uh realize that this they're trying to help out and they're trying to help out by not investing in ghana and ghana has a lot of has a thriving economy and needs more investments and could continue to grow but they've made threats that we're not going to invest if this is going to be such a um you know anti unkind unhealthy oh i don't know how to say anyway if if there it's it's like a moratorium. We're not going to invest money if you're going to treat a certain group of your people uh, badly. You know, it would be the same thing as uh, child labor, I suppose. Uh, we don't want to spend our money in your country uh, because of what you're doing to your own community. So, religious leaders in China, including the Catholic bishops, have issued a strongly worded statement saying... The West African nation will not compromise its values to satisfy foreign investors promoting LGBTQ. Isn't that lovely? The Catholic bishops. I just, yes. Well, right. August 24th, in a joint statement, members of three Christian ecumenical councils, mensal councils in Ghana, the Ghana Pentecostal and Charismatic Council and the Christian Council and the Ghana Catholic Bishops Conference called the Western countries to stop its incessant attempts to impose unacceptable foreign cultural values on us. Well, how I feel about that. Okay, that's enough on Ghana. I hope they don't invest personally, but I'm entitled to my opinion, they say. So. <laughs> Next news, in Israel, an Israeli man indicted for hiring a hitman to honor kill his lesbian sister. Isn't that lovely? I didn't know that happened in Israel. I knew it was happening in India quite a bit, and there's quite a story of a young woman who tried to get away from it, moved to Canada, and it caught up with her, or him, I can't remember. Anyway, uh, Hafa, district attorney, uh, district Attorney's Office filed an indictment in Hoffa District Court on Sunday against the individuals suspected of having murdered Sarit Ahmad on June 9th of 2023. The indictment, which is the result of a months-long investigation, included Ahmad's brother, Saad Ahmad, 29, who hired hitmen to kill her because she was lesbian. Because the shame on the family. Oh, my. my I mean, Really? <laughs> Uh, okay. That's, um, that is culture at its worst, I have to say. 
Yeah. All right. Now, moving on to Oregon, <laughs> from Israel to Oregon. How about that? Oregon, other states that protect transgender health are now trying to absorb the demand. Um, there was an article or a news on CNN today about a doctor in um, Texas that him and his husband and their two kids are leaving. He's a pediatric heart surgeon, transplants, that's what he does. And they're leaving Texas because of they don't want their kids in school where they can't t- talk about their parents or have an understanding that it's okay to have um, in the school system to have two same-sex uh parents mm-hmm. you have to watch it but it's it's a good report and it's on cnn and uh, texas doctors are uh, leaving for good reason they are care enough about their kids to do it and so they're explaining it to their kids anyway on to oregon uh other states that protect transgender health are now trying to absorb states that declared themselves refugees for trans- transgender people have essentially issued an invitation Get your gender-affirming health care here without fearing prosecution at home. Now that uh, bans on such care for minors are taking effect uh, around the country, patients and their families are t- uh, testing clinics' capacity. Hmm. Already long waiting lines are growing, yet there is only, one, only so many providers of gender-affirming care and only so many patients that it can see in a day. Uh, For those refugee states so far, California, Connecticut, Colorado, Illinois, Massachusetts, Maryland, Minnesota, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, Oregon, Washington, and Vermont, plus Washington, D.C. I had a doctor um, white paper I read on the program about three or four months ago that I feel compelled to mention again that... um, he explained uh, transgender and all those things uh, in a very simple way. You know, he said, uh, you, everyone has uh, chromosomes. They got X or XY. Uh, XX is female. XY is male. So um, you can be born as a female and have all the parts that make you a female and you're a young treated as a young girl till you get older and hit puberty, as he explained. And then the X to discover you have an XY chromosome and your body says, okay, time to go through puberty and you develop all masculine attributes and you're in a female body essentially. And usually um, they have found that the XY chromosome is part of the brain, too. It's, it's where they feel they should be, not just that their physiological body is going to become that. Uh, so it goes beyond just the physiological. That's, that's usual. That's the typical thing. So could you imagine? And so this young child now is 13 and, and feeling, uh, I don't know, a lot of things, okay? And, and the parents can't deal with it. They're forbidden to deal with it. They're forbidden to. So anyway, that's what's going on. Anyway, moving along, let's go on to Uganda. Is charged with aggravated homosexual punishment by death. Oh my God, this is a bad one. <clears throat> a twenty-year-old man has become the first Ugandan to be charged with aggravated homosexuality, an offense punishable by death under the country's recently enacted anti-gay law. Prosecutors and his lawyer said, defying pressure from 
Western governments and rights organizations, Uganda May, in May enacted one of the world's harshest laws targeting the LGBT community. Oh, bad on you, Uganda. Okay, moving on. California sues school district over its transgender notification policy. California Attorney General on Monday sued a local school district to bid uh, in a bid to block a new policy that requires teachers to notify parents if their children identify as transgender. I support his block. <laughs> Who was that? Uh, California Attorney General Rob Bonita. The lawsuit was filed in San Bernardino County Superior Court and argued that the policy in the Chino Valley Unified School District Board Education approved in July infringes on LGBTQ students' civil rights. The forced outing policy wrongfully endangers the physical, mental, and emotional well-being of non-conforming students who lack an accepting environment in the classroom and at home. Well... Okay, um, back to Nigeria. <laughs> More than 60 people detained after a gay wedding in south southern Nigeria. So don't go to a gay wedding in Nigeria. You may be arrested. Uh, isn't that lovely? You think we have it bad here or a bad day here because it's maybe raining? <laughs> Live in Nigeria. Uh, Police in Nigeria said Tuesday they detained at least 67 people celebrating a gay wedding. Uh, I mean, I I, I just got to skip by that. I'm sorry. In a state hostile to LGBTQ people, Arkansas first transgender transgender center is a lifeline. Um, Yeah, so (laughs) it just explains that... um, when there's uh, when the state is hostile towards LGBTQ, the the centers become very much uh, a safe harbor, and that's what's happening in Arkansas. Um, Nigerian gay pastor based in the UK, uh, he condemns the suspects that were arrested at the wedding. He condemns the activity of arresting them. Um, uh, and this is another one. Oh, my God. London, following the arrest of over 150 attendees at a same-sex wedding. I, what is the object of arresting people at a wedding because they want to celebrate someone's love? I don't get it. Uh, I'm going to have to go home and take my blood pressure medicine. Maybe an extra dose. <laughs> Majority of Church of England priests back... Gay marriage, the report says. The majority of Church of England priests have come out in support of same-sex marriage. Yay! The survey by the Times found that the Church of England priests are in favor of a church permitting same-sex weddings and are reconsidering its stance against premarital and homosexual relationships. Wow. Now that's good news. That's good news. So uh, here's some more good news. Support increases for same-sex marriage legalization in the Ukraine. How about that? Recent surveys uh, results reveal a notable shift in public opinion toward legalizing same-sex marriage in Ukraine. According to the data collected on Ukraine's Independence Day as by the sociological group rating, a significant portion of the population is opening up to same-sex unions. Hmm. Okay. 
And arrests in Uganda and Nigeria shine a spotlight on grim state of LGBTQ rights across much of Africa. That's what I'm saying. It's happening in Africa. I'm not going to be on my travel plans. Uh, And the last in the national news. um, Here's why these countries, not just Canada, warn citizens visiting the U.S. Oh, my. Canada has updated its travel advisory to warn LGBTQ residents visiting the United States about local laws and policies that may infringe on your human rights amid a rise in legislation targeting gays and transgender people. Adding Canada to to a list of countries that warn visitors to America about gun laws, mass shooting events, and hate crimes regularity. Spurred by what Deputy Prime Minister Krista Freeland called a need to prioritize the interests and safety of every single Canadian. Isn't that lovely? Kind of a statement, uh, I would say. (laughs) Definitely a statement. So, let's... I have a friend in the UK, we're speaking of the UK, and she's coming to visit, like she does, works hard every year to do. And this next song goes out to Lynn, because... Hopefully when she comes, we will be doing what this song talks about. <laughs> we get almost every night When that moon is big and bright It's a supernatural delight Everybody's dancing in the moonlight Dancing in the moonlight Everybody's feeling Such a fine natural sight Everybody's dancing in the moonlight Dancing in the moonlight Everybody's feeling warm and bright It's such a fine natural sight Everybody's 
only three. But, uh, that goes out to Lynn McAvoy. I don't know Lynn who. Who? <laughs> anyway, I have to. I get to indulge a little bit once in a while, folks. So that's my indulgence. Uh, so as I said earlier in the program, this is say thank you to your allies, LGBTQ allies, uh, day, month, year, whatever. So please, um, the local ally I have chosen is Tony Eisman. And uh, for all her support, who's been tremendous for many years uh, through thick and thin. And there's also one other ally that I have in the works, and that's Sarah Kasman. Um, And she was very instrumental with Shanti and did a great deal of wonderful things for the LGBT and continues to do so. I might add. So we have so many allies out there. It's going to be hard to sort through them. But I say, <laughs> get that note card out. Say thank you. Write a, write a note. <laughs> Take someone. No, what I, <laughs> this, is, this is a crazy thing I did. I, I don't know. When you reach a certain age and you, and you need to, and your friends uh, in that certain age are having birthdays, it's, it can be difficult at times to think of what to get that person. You know, maybe they got a nice car. Maybe you buy, I don't know, something for their car. Uh, but you want something that is notable and kind of interesting and, and maybe a little ridiculous at the same time. So, I found it, folks. You heard it here first. Go to Amazon and search for Yodeling Pickle. Yes, you heard me right. Yodeling Pickle. It is a thing, and it's a great gift to give to someone who has everything, and you don't know what to give them, and it's a great, great entertainment. So you get this, it looks like a a full-size kosher pickle, a big pickle, and it's plastic, but it has a button on the side, and you push it, and it goes, it's it's just, it's nonsensical. I mean, who would come up with a yodeling pickle? And you just hold it in your hand and you look at it and you start laughing. Cause it's, it is so crazy. you got to, it's for someone, I have a doctor friend and I, I don't know, I can't think of what in the world to give him. And so and I gave sent him a yodeling pickle. He loves it. <laughs> He says, I'm the best friend in the world. <laughs> so, folks, that's my fun word for for the day. Yodeling pickles is what you need to do. And you need to thank your allies for all the wonderful things they've done for the LGBT community. And tell them just how much you love them and uh, how important they are in your our world, everyone's world. I thank you for listening on KXFM 104.7. This is Craig and Rainbow Radio. I will be back next week with more interesting news maybe more about yodeling pickles and whatnot we're going to take it out with archuleta uh and his new song i played it before but it's not too uh often to play it again in high rotation uh gay artist um known for american idol and his first big uh introduction was singing imagine by john lennon so imagine imagine a wonderful place in the world like over the rainbow here we go here's archuleta
Bye. 